For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive, and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. Psalm 86, verse 5. Greetings. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Website is www.scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. That's where you go to find the archives and the teachings. And that's where you sign up for the Biblical Hebrew for Beginners. It's all there at the website, scriptureandprophecy.com. Well, it's Monday morning, and as it's been custom for a couple of years now, we're going to try to start our week with some wisdom, some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. You know, this weekend, um, I was at church, and uh, you know, I just had this overwhelming feeling of gratitude and thankfulness and um, maybe a strange feeling to be having uh, given the times but that's just that's how I felt I just felt so grateful so thankful for all that God has done for me in my life and um, you know I've seen some really dark depressing and hopeless times um, especially in my early adulthood uh, homelessness uh, you know, just crashing on any couch that I could find, any friend that would put up with me, uh, just no direction. And God saw me through all that and got me out on the other side. He's just been so generous to me and so gracious to me and so merciful to me. And that's one of the big things I think of is just how merciful he's been to me because I've certainly not deserved uh, his grace and his mercy. And I was thinking about my name, uh, Sean, which is uh, derived from the Hebrew name Yohanan, which is what we translate into John. And it means that Yehovah is gracious. And I'm thinking, man, there's, there's more to names than meets the eye, right? Uh, because that has certainly been the story of my life, is just God being gracious, being merciful. And so I just kind of had that overwhelming feeling over the weekend. And then, of course, our psalm this morning is Psalm 86. And really, it's David saying the same thing. You know, David talking to David asking for forgiveness. David acknowledging, you know, that he's that he's had times and points in his life where he hasn't been perfect. and But God has been kind and gracious. And, and like that verse I started with today, you know, God shows mercy to those who call upon him. And so David starts the psalm by saying, Oh God, you know, just bend your ear towards me. Listen to what I'm saying. Have mercy on me, right? Maybe that's a prayer for us this morning. Well, without further delay, let's read Psalm 86. I'm also going to read 87, which is only seven verses, which really doesn't go along much with the theme of what we're talking about this morning. Uh, but I will be reading Psalm, or I'm sorry, yeah, Psalm 87 as well. And then we'll do Proverbs 27 to wrap things up. Let's take a look at Psalm 86 and see if we can be encouraged this morning. King James Bible. Verse 1. Bow down thine ear, O Lord, hear me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my soul, for I am holy. O thou my God, save thy servant that trusteth in thee. 
Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I cry unto thee daily. Rejoice the soul of thy servant, for unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. For thou, Lord, art good, and ready to forgive, and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. Give ear, O Lord, unto my prayer, and attend to the voice of my supplication. In the day of my trouble I will call upon thee, for thou wilt answer me. Among the gods there is none like unto thee. O Lord, neither are there any works like unto thy works. All nations whom thou hast made shall come and worship before thee, O Lord, and shall glorify thy name. For thou art great, and dost wondrous things. Thou art God alone. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. I will praise thee, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and I will glorify thy name forevermore. For great is thy mercy towards me. And thou hast delivered my soul from the lowest hell. O God, the proud are risen against me, and the assemblies of violent men have sought after my soul, and have not set thee before them. But thou, O Lord, art God, full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and plenteous in mercy and truth. O turn unto me and have mercy upon me, Give thy strength unto thy servant, and save the son of thy handmaid. Show me a token for good, that they which hate me may see it, and be ashamed, because thou, Lord, has hopen, has hopen me, and comforted me. And that is Psalm 86, and if there was a theme about this psalm, it would be mercy, right? David just praising God for how merciful he's been. He says, you know, in the day of my trouble, I'm going to call upon you and you'll answer. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I really like this verse, verse 11. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. I just love that. He's saying, come on, God, show me what's right. Teach me the right way. And then I will walk in that truth. And give me a heart that fears you. Unite my heart with a fear of your name. Verse 13, for great is thy mercy towards me. And thou hast delivered my soul from the lowest hell. And then he gives this description of God again, verse 15 and 16. But thou, O Lord, are a God full of compassion and graciousness, or gracious, long-suffering, and plenteous, and mercy, and in truth. O turn unto me, and have mercy upon me, and give thy strength unto thy servant. Just a beautiful, beautiful psalm to be dwelling on for this week. Dwelling on the graciousness of God, the mercy of God, how plenteous it is, how quick to forgive he is, how long-suffering he is towards us. That might be words of encouragement for some of you this morning. 
Maybe you feel like, you know what, I've messed up. I've messed up for the last time. The scriptures say that if you confess your sins before God, He will be faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. He's long-suffering. Don't let the devil convince you that it's too far this time. Get on your face and repent. Turn away from that way of living. Turn away from that way of life. Come to the fountain of mercy and grace and forgiveness and long-suffering and compassion. That's the God that David is describing right now. And then say, you know what, God, unite my heart with a great fear of your name so that I do no, so that I do, so that I will no longer sin against you. Give me that proper fear. Unite my fear. Unite that fear with my heart. Teach me your ways, and I will walk in that truth. Praise be to God. Let me read Psalm 87 real quick. No commentary for this one, and then we're going to move on to Proverbs 27. Here's Psalm 87, seven verses, a psalm, for, uh, a psalm or song for the sons of Korah. His foundation is the holy mountains. The Lord loveth the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Glorious things are spoken of thee, O city of God, Selah. I will make mention of Rahab and of Babylon. To them that know me, behold, Philistia and Tyre with Ethiopia, this man was born there. And of Zion it shall be said, this and that man was born in her, and the highest himself shall establish her. The Lord shall count when he writeth up the people, that this man was born there, Selah. As well as the singers, as the prayers on instruments shall be there, all my springs are in thee. Alright, let's find Proverbs 27 and let's see if we can end our morning with some wisdom. Verse 1 Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Let another man praise thee, and not thy own mouth, a stranger, and not thy own lips. A stone is heavy, and the sand weighty, but a fool's wrath is heavier than them both. Wrath is cruel, and anger is outrageous, but who is able to stand before envy? Open rebuke is better than secret love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. The fool soul loveth, loatheth, and honeycomb. But to the hungry soul every bitter thing is sweet. Mm, that, that one's kind of jumping out on me. Let me read that again. A fool soul loatheth a, a honeycomb, but to the hungry soul every bitter thing is sweet. Yeah, you know, some people want that stuff that tickles the ears, right? Makes them feel good, like honey. 
with those, the hungry soul, those who are starving for truth, even the bitter things, right? Even the bitter things in the word, even the things that might not be so pleasant in the word. It says a hung, to a hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. You see, the hungry soul doesn't want just the honey. It wants it all. Love it. Let's keep on going. Verse 8. As a bird that wandereth from her nest, so is a man that wandereth from his place. Ointment and perfume rejoice the heart, so doth the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. Thy own friend and thy father's friend forsake not, neither go into thy brother's house in the day of thy calamity, for better is a neighbor that is near than a brother far off. My son, be wise, and make my heart glad that I might answer him that reproach me. A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. That's a wise word for us today. You know, the prudent man, he looks and he says, Okay, I see where this could potentially be heading. I better prepare myself and my family. You see, the simple man, he just puts his head in the sand. And he's, and listen, a prudent man foreseeth the evil, right? And he hideth himself. But the simple pass on and are punished. Verse 13. Take his garment that is surety for a stranger, and take a pledge of him for a strange woman. He that blesses his friend with a loud voice, rising early in the morning, it shall be counted a curse to him. A continual dropping in a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike. Verse 15 saying, a woman who's following you around screaming and yelling all the time? Contentious all the time? It's like on a rainy day and that constant dripping sound. Verse 16. Whosoever hideth her hideth the wind and the ointment of his right hand which bewrayeth itself. Iron sharpeth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Whosoever, whoso keepeth the fig tree shall eat the fruit thereof, so, the, so he that waiteth on his master shall be honored. Hmm, I bet you we could make some connections with the parable of the fig tree and some of those things with that verse, right? Whoso keepeth the fig tree shall eat the fruit thereof. Which really just means, you know, whoever's taking care of it, who's ever tending to it, is going to see the benefits, the fruits of it. And that is much like... What it continues to say here, So he that waiteth on his master shall be honored. You know, right now we're kind of waiting on waiting on God, right? What's God going to do? We're waiting on you, Lord. Only you are in control of this madness. Only you can do anything about this. And even in a greater sense, we're waiting on the return of Messiah. Those who are waiting and longing for these things will be honored. Verse 19. As in water face answereth to face, so the heart of a man to a man. Hell and destruction are never full, so the eyes of a man are never satisfied. Let me just tell you, that's a verse for us today. 
you know, almost all sin, especially the sin of, say, like lust as an example. And this doesn't have to be sexual lust. It can be, you know, lusting after things, money, whatever, but certainly includes that. It start, you know, the problem starts in the eye, right? And I wrote about this in my devotional, The End of Days, a 30-day devotional. How it starts in the eye, and then it manifests into thought, and then becomes sin. And it becomes action, and becomes sin. Let's read this verse again. Hell and destruction are never full, so the eyes of a man are never satisfied. Here's the thing. And an important thing to learn is that once you set your eyes on these things, it's never enough. It never satisfies. You just have to keep going further and further and further. This is why Jesus warns, you know, about adultery. Actually, just looking at a woman, lusting after her, you've already committed the adultery in your heart. And you see, if you continue to do that, before you know it, you, you, you take it further and you take it further. And before you know it, you've committed the physical act of adultery and so on and so on. And I'm using that as an example because it's the most obvious one. But this clearly can be towards just about any form of, you know, desiring things of the world. It's never going to satisfy. You get that nice car, you'll be over it in a couple months. And you'll be thinking, man, if I had gotten the one with the bigger engine and, you know, maybe the leather seats and it never satisfies. Verse 21. As the fining pot for silver and the furnace for gold, so was a man to his praise. Though thou shouldest bray a fool and a mortar among wheat with a pestle, yet will not his foolishness depart from him. Be thou diligent to know the state of thy flocks, and to look well with thy herds. For riches are not forever, and doth the crown endure every generation? The hay appeareth, and the tender grass showeth itself, and herbs of the mountains are gathered. The lambs are for thy clothing, and the goats are the price of the field. And thou shalt have goats, milk enough for thy food, for the food of thy household, and for the maintenance for thy maidens. Well, that is our wisdom and encouragement for this morning. And I pray in the powerful name of Jesus that you've been blessed, you've been encouraged, that you've received some type of wisdom. Maybe your heart's been pierced a little bit this morning. And if that causes you to get on your face and draw closer to God, then praise the Lord. Thank you so much, friends, for continuing to listen to this podcast year over year. I'm very grateful for those of you who've been generous to me, uh, especially over the last couple of weeks, uh, who've shown generosity to the podcast, even in these times of struggle, uh, when many people are struggling economically. And, and I'm just very, very grateful. I'm very, very humbled uh, that people appreciate this work, and uh, it's it's my great pleasure. So thank you again. That's all I have for you this morning. Lord willing, I'll be back with you probably on Wednesday. Peace and grace be with all of you, and until next time, God bless. <laughs>